Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you. I'm your host and your groove mistress and your spiritual advisor, Madam Perry, but you can call me Jen, Jennifer, J.P. Perry. I just think you're wonderful for helping me keep this show going because you leave reviews on Stitcher and Apple and you uh, follow and subscribe and share with your friends, and let me know what you like, and I really appreciate that, too. By the way, um, last night, my guest was someone who had been here before. Uh, He's Executive Vice President of Productions of HS Productions, and also he's um, got a new film coming out, and we talked about it last night, and I've been playing uh, or posting the trailer for the film, The Real Exorcist, I believe I've put it on Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and I'll also be sharing it on Instagram, too, if it'll load up. It's only about a minute and a half trailer, but I think it'll fit on there pretty well. Um, Anyway, as you know, if you're ever uh, trying to find information on a show that I've had, or a guest, actually, or something, maybe they've got something Uh, giving you a discount or something special or a film coming out or a book coming out or a tour, whatever it is, you know, you can always go to my uh, Madam Perry Salon page on Facebook or on Twitter, Instagram, or or just on Jennifer Perry on LinkedIn. And I will always make sure that all the right links are there as far as website addresses and social media So if there's a discount to be found, a book or a record to be won, whatever, I'm going to make sure that you know about it. Or if you just want the information on something. And if you don't see it, it, um, let me know. Because I had a situation uh, today where I think I posted something and then uh, I deleted it. Shouldn't have done that. Um, Won't go into it. But it's just one of those social media things. So go ahead and and, uh, share that with me if you can't find something, and I'll make sure I get it fixed right away. Uh, so, yeah, that was great having Yoichi Utebi uh, from Happy Science uh, back there last night. I look forward to the film, The Real Exorcist. Also, a lot more things coming up soon. And if you've got something, oh, by the way, one of the things I like seeing is when people want to show how clever they are with their masks, whether they make the mask themselves or whether you bought something pretty groovy somewhere a mask that just uh, expresses your personality or different uh, affiliations or affinities to maybe a sports uh, team, some type of music, an artist, whatever, just something you like, a certain kind of pet or activity, hobby, whatever it is. Um, send the pictures to me. Send it to me on Facebook and let me know if it's okay to post them on Facebook 
on Madam Perry's salon page or if it's okay to post them on Twitter because I'll be happy to do that and uh, and I'll enjoy doing that too. So yeah, that'll be good. Uh, or Twitter, Instagram, you just tell me where it's okay. You know, when I take my dog through Starbucks and he gets a puppuccino and I make a picture, the Starbucks, one of the ones we go to regularly has their own Instagram page called Pets of the Star, and they post and also the customers post pictures of uh, <laughs> the dogs that come through to get their puppuccino. So anyway, um, that would be cool. Now, also, people have asked me about my book. It's called Sell Your Books Today. Sell Your Books Today. If you are trying to promote your book and you're upset nobody's buying it, people can't buy but can't buy it until they know about it. You got to learn how to be your own promoter, and I can teach you some professional tips. Hey, that's what I do. Also, I've got some books that are just uh, one is a budget book, one is a password book. You know, they call them no contents. One is a, I've got a couple of journal books that um, I can show you. But you know what? If you buy my book, sell your books today. If you get it, you can get it on. It's an ebook. You can get it from Barnes and Noble and from Smashwords and just wherever you put. Uh, Google Sell Your Books Today by Jennifer Perry, and I will send you one of my no-content books, uh, uh, a journal or password book or a uh, budget book for free. You just let me know. And anyway, back in March, um, I know people hear me talk about my steampunk, my steampunk adventure in Tucson a lot. I just have such a good time and I love all the people there and there is something very nice and magical there uh, well there are there is pretty much everywhere but there's different types and uh, when I was in Tucson I was getting messages from a woman who asked me about helping her promote her book and uh, asking for advice and she didn't tell me for a long time who she was but then um, she hired me and for not a long term but for some short term projects that she needed and she's got her life story. It's her memoir. But her memoir is so, oh, there's so much involved. Let's just put it this way. It's it's a trilogy. Her There are three books. It's a trilogy for her memoirs. And her life is like something, it's not just a regular memoir. She's got things that are happening with kidnapping and uh, being moved from country to country. Uh, famous family members that, you know, as a kid, you don't realize how famous they are. A lot of things going on. And uh, it's quite a story. Her name is Mosianne Petit Jackson. She lives in the Netherlands now, and I won't say where. Uh, she owns her own business as a health care provider. So she's been very busy when the COVID-19 situation, uh, a lot of patients, a lot of people to take care of. But we finally made time for an interview for her to schedule an interview to be here on Madame Perry Salon. So I'm going to play one of the promos. You know, a lot of my, you know, I'm so lucky to have listeners from all around the world. So I'm going to go ahead and play one of her promos. And then I'm going to go ahead and bring her in. Well, let me see it. Do I have it quite here on the thing? No, I've got the Spanish one, but um, which I've played before. You know what? I'm just going to take a minute 
and I get a glass of water, and then I'm going to bring her in here to interview her. You've probably seen my post. Yes, she is. The, she's an author, business artist, and daughter of the king of pop, Michael Jackson. So in just one minute, go get yourself something to drink, get settled in, because Lucianne Petit Jackson is going to be here in the genie bottle of Madame Perry's salon, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. That was just my little rainforest. So, again, I'm looking forward to introducing you to a woman who I've gotten to know um, fairly well, even though she's very, very busy with her work um, over the last, since March, and uh, just so happy to introduce her to you. In March of this year, I was contacted by Mosiem Petit Jackson to let me know that her book, Thriller Betrayal, which is the first book of the trilogy of her memoirs, had been published. It is an extraordinary story of a woman growing up knowing she was the daughter of Michael Jackson and that her mother was possibly related to singer Diana Ross. Confusion and love, fear, and even kidnapping are just parts of this remarkable life. I asked Mosianne to tell my listeners more about her books. Mosianne, congratulations on your book publication. I'm delighted to have you here on Madame Perry's Salon. Can we begin with you telling us about some of your memories growing up as the daughter of the king of pop, Michael Jackson? My favorite memory of my dad is that um, eight months before he died, he stayed in an Amstel Hotel in Amsterdam. And my son, Joshua, he uh, was living uh, with his father. He was nine years old and he walked uh, to school. And one day he told me that he met an uh, an American guy. He was black, and uh, and he was teaching him uh, Dutch, how to speak Dutch, and he was teaching Joshua how to speak English. And later, when my father Mike Jackson died, I found out that black man was him. Um, so I found out for eight months he walked my son to school, he picked him up, uh, he talked. And when I had my weekends with my son, because my son lived with his father, um, Joshua always tell me, "Mom, mom, 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 we need to. Uh, you need to teach me English. I have to talk to my black fr- black friend. He's uh, from America and uh, something like that." And I was teaching him. And what did he ask? He asked this, he asked that. And later on, I remember that the question that he was asking was my dad question that he used to ask me when I was uh, young. And um, it's my most beautiful memory, knowing that uh, before my father, Michael Jackson, died, that he spent eight months with his grandson, Joshua. It's my favorite memory in the world. And I, yeah, it made me happy. Every time when I miss my dad, I think about that, that he did it, that he was so proud being grandpa. And and my favorite memories is that uh, I it's not so it's not so nice but it's not so nice but it's my favorite memory because 
it really show uh, that my dad was a real human. When I came back to my life, <laughs> oh, I'm going to laugh. When I came back to my dad's life, we had a lot of fight. I really tell, I, you know, his name is the king of pop, you know, and pop in Netherlands means doll. So when Sony Music asked me to call him security, I, and he will listen to my conversation with them. And and then I said to them, you need to tell my father, Mike Jackson, he is just, he's a doll, king of pop, men in Dutch, and he's a doll, and he's a doll. And I really cursed on him, and he could really laugh very hard about it. Um, one of my favorite memories. Another cruel one, one of my favorite memories is when uh, security told me my father had an emotional breakdown, and he was somewhere in Switzerland, having therapy and that he that he loved cleaning the floors um, because he couldn't deal with the pain that I suffered. I was so proud with him that he went to that therapy and that he was, uh, you know, uh, all because of me. So I felt happy that my dad was uh, getting his punishment for all my suffering and that made me love him more. And then uh, Sony Music people told me, uh, don't you need to say you love your dad? Then Every time when they said to me that I had to say that, I know that they recorded that they recorded to make Michael hear uh, that I loved him. And then I had to repeat it again. And then I had to say, John, and I had to say, I had to say um, Joe, I have already said a thousand times, I love my dad. But then they said, you have to say it again, Michelle. And I said, okay, I love my dad. Then I, then I have to say, I love Michael Jackson. Then they said, no, 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 you cannot say Michael. Why do you keep saying Michael Jackson? Why don't you say the word? And I said, okay, fine. I love my dad. I love my dad. And then I knew that he was listening or he was going to get the tape. And uh, and I was so proud with him. I was so amazing, proud with him as uh, being the human that he was. He was so, he was so good as being a human. He's humanitarian. My favorite childhood memory is uh, when I was uh, in Haiti. My father always had a lot of money with him, and he'd give it to the poor people. And he did it so stylish, nobody could see he had the money in his hand, but he'd give it, he'd give it, he'd give it. So every poor person he saw, he'd give it, he'd give it, he'd give it. And I love him so much for that. That's, that's my world. He makes my world. He really makes my world, and um, these are the moments when I'm sad and when I miss him so much. I think about this amazing soul that was bigger than an artist that a lot of people uh, don't know. And this is why I also wrote Twitter Betrayal. It's really, really my memorial to my dad, my memorial to show people how great a human being he was, and he was bigger than only a star. He was humanitarian. He was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, great. Oh, my goodness. Those really are some very special memories of your father, and especially that he got to meet your son, and uh, and you didn't even know. Since you had said that it's, it's possible that Diana Ross's sister could be your mother, are you still in touch with the Ross family? Do you talk to them? And what about the Jackson family? Were you close to them when you were younger and do you have a relationship with them now? No, I am not close to the Ross family, but I feel a lot of love. 
Diana Ross have always been my uh, my angel, my absolutely phenomenal uh, angel. Even I didn't understand as a child, she was always fighting, screaming, yelling, and making fight, demanding. I I didn't understand it, but later when I became older and I understand more the situations, I could realize that she was fighting for my rights. She was fighting for my rights like hell. She was fighting everyone for my happiness. And um, to me, uh, when I was a child, I find her uh, my scary aunt. And she was my fav- She was my famous aunt. So it was very important um, that I say to everyone that Diana Ross was my aunt. So I was. I have a famous. I have a famous uh, aunt, and she's Diana Ross. And I did not know what I mean. I do. I do remember looking at her uh, performing. I do remember that. And I do remember her being glamorous and wow and. and uh, in my eyes, she was really she was something that my mother wasn't. My Diana Ross, she really grew, uh, grew glowing like a star. You know, a smile or the way she talked uh, very fast. She could talk very fast. And um, she always looked at me with eyes like a tiger, like you are mine. Something you are. I when when Diana Ross was with me as a child, I felt like uh, I was hers, I, like a lion. She, I was hers, and um, she also came to Haiti, fighting with my dad about me. I didn't understand. She, she froze stones. Um, I met uh, Rhonda, Tracy, and Chutney in Haiti, and um, I didn't really like them. They were very um, clean, very glamorous children, very, yeah. Um, my nieces, Tracy Elias Ross and Chuckney, were the first children that I ever saw mixed. And the color was more white than, than mine. I was, uh, I loved the hair. So um, Rhonda was very shy, very shy. Uh, I like her more because I had a feeling she looked more like me. <laughs> and um, Tracy Elias, Elias, she was very uh, hyper, as she still today, and um, very spoiled. They were very spoiled. Very. Um, they always make me feel very poor. <laughs> I felt very poor being next to them. I mean, Diana Ross was a glamorous mom. They always had beautiful dresses, beautiful clothes. And there I was sitting in Haiti or wherever I was, and they were around, and I was simple dressed, simple. Everything <laughs> was simple. I was I was quite jealous, okay? I was jealous. I was jealous. And um, my uncles, uh, Ross family, um, I always felt love by them. I always felt love. But um, they failed me. They didn't uh, fight for me. And because of that, I have no desire to have any contact. My brothers, my sisters, I have no desire to be 
I want to die without being a part of, of them, you know, of their life. I feel happy with my uh, goodbye. Diana Rush, she will always be in my heart. Uh, I know when I grow up, she was my uh, Pete mother. If anything happened to me, that she would get me. Um, yeah. My grandparents, I have uh, memories of my uh, grandpa, Grandpa Fred. He was a very nice guy. Very nice guy. He was, to me, he was like some angel. My grandmother, Anastina, I have only one very strong memory of her, very strong one, and that is that she um, always looked at me and she always said, you are different. You are different than my other grandchildren. And she made me feel very uncomfortable as a child. Even I love her very much. But uh, for me, she was the strongest woman, together with Catherine Jackson, I have to tell you. Catherine Jackson is an amazing, strong woman. Even I don't like her. She's very strong. But my grandmother, Ernestina, she... I always said I had two grandmothers. One, one was an angel. Was uh, My grandmother, Ernestina, was an angel. My grandmother, Catherine, was the devil. So when I made my business, um, healthcare company, Thuiszorg Ernestina, I gave the name of my angel grandmother, Ernestina. Oh, my, I'm trying to do, imagine what it would be like to see Aunt Diana Ross perform, to see it through the eyes of a child. It must have been quite magical. So your father, as you know, has fans around the world. What do you think we will learn about him from your books, Moshian, that we did not already know? My book, uh, Trailer Betrayal, is a memorial um, to my dad, Michael Jackson. And what Michael Jackson fans all around the world will learn about him, they will find a part of him that they never saw. And when they see it, they can imagine it's him, even they, even he have never showed that. And it's they will appreciate um him and they will listen to his music differently they will have a more joy it's like a surprise like a very big surprise because um i'm showing a michael jackson that they don't know i'm showing them humanitarian michael jackson they, they don't know I understand. I showed them a very extraordinary, smart man. I showed them the warrior, warrior Michael Jackson. I am teaching them how educated my father was. He was very, very smart. He was so, so smart that it's just despicable. <laughs> and so intelligent. And and that he, in every bad situation he was getting to, that he could find a positivity to resolve the matter or make it better. 
and that he is a bigger human being than he was as a star. By giving Michael Jackson fans to love him more, more and more and more. Writing a trailer betrayal is like uh, I am surrendering my my life, my most precious uh, moments with my dad. To me, Michael Jackson fans can only understand me if they know the whole story. They can understand that Michael Jackson is my dad. And I can understand always, they cannot understand that Michael Jackson is my father. I've been telling myself a thousand times, you know what, maybe DNA will prove that um, Michael Jackson is not my dad, but that he, that Jermaine Jackson is my uh, my father. That's my worst scenario. <laughs> because I really don't like Jermaine Jackson. I really don't like any of them. I think uh, the best scenario will be if I am Jackie Jackson, um, Jackson, Jackie Jackson daughter. But anyway, it still doesn't change anything because the only person that I know as my dad is Michael Jackson. He has been in my life. So sometimes I say to myself, okay, what if, what, what if my father lied to me? Because one thing... Um, the Michael Jackson is going to find out is that Michael Jackson, my dad, was an extraordinary good liar. He could lie. My God, a man could lie so good. Um, he could deceive me. He could really, really deceive me. He could really confuse me. And and I know that he did it because he want me to. He want me to be safe. He want me to be safe. So. When my father died, I had a lot of grief about uh, um, what's true, what's not true. Uh, are you making me? Are you making me a fool of this world? Uh, and what? And I had a lot of pain going through that. But then I realized that no matter what I think, I only have one father, and my father is Michael Jackson, him. And just like Prince, parents, and Biggie, he always told them, I'm your father. And they need to believe, they need to accept that he's their father. So, um, to me, he's my father. I have no other father. I have no other father than Michael Jackson. He's my father. So, writing a trailer betrayal fans going to find out a new Michael Jackson that I cannot explain in words but I thought it was worth it to share with share it with him and writing my autobiography Trailer Betrayal and Trailer The Dogs and the Land was very heartbreaking process I have been heartbroken heartbroken in a process I I did not know that a human could cry so much I still have enough tears to cry and this is what happened to me and I know Michael Jackson fans they are going to be blown away from my story but they will still feel that they know Michael Jackson that they 
that they know this is no fantasy, this is real. They 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 can go and touch him. They this this book will make them t- really touch him in a way that they never expect it could touch them. Mosi and I am sure that is absolutely true. That your book about your father, Michael Jackson, will touch his fans in a way that they never expected. So tell me, how is your life today? My life right now, whoa, you are saying a lot. Um, My life right now in COVID-19, 2020, economic, economic. I'm working as a healthcare giver. I've been doing that for 27 years. I have my own healthcare company. I'm trying to find time to finish my last book, Thriller Resistance, where I'm going to write about my life without Micah Jackson. Um, My life without no one protecting me my dad, till the day he died and even after he died, he made sure to protect me. And during a resistance, um, I was alone. I was alone a lot. I had to stand up for myself. And I went through political brutality, almost killed me. So I'm trying to... I'm trying to find closure. My time right now, COVID-19, a lot of people dying in the world, it affect me. It affect me that it remind me of my kidnapping. It remind me that life is short. Um, I am not happy right now. I almost cry every day because I feel sorry for the world that we are going through this time. Very emotional about everything, every country, every place, every people, every religion. I'm very emotional. I feel like this is a big punishment. And uh, I'm doing my healthcare work. I'm being attacked always. So I am really uh, living trailer resistance right now. So I really have to... I'm going through hell. I'm going through hell. But in the meantime, I'm doing everything I can to um, keep my positivity and not to give up. I don't want the world to give up. I want us to be strong. I want us to survive this COVID-19. And I want us to build something beautiful. And I want us uh, to make better law. So how am I doing right now? Pray. I'm only praying, praying for the world. And I'm, if I have to be egoistic, I'm, I'm really hoping people are going to read my book. Um, send some love to the soul of my dad, Michael Jackson. So I'm working very hard because I know 
that it's hard for people to believe that Michael Jackson is my father. There are a lot of people around me who keep punishing me for saying that Michael Jackson is my father. So for the last 11 years, I've been through hell. I've been every day's hell. But um, just trying to survive. So I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. But I'm just trying to survive. And I hope better times will come. And what I do is every day I'm praying for the world. This is my life in this moment. Bye-bye. Actually, Moshian, that is excellent advice for all of us to follow your lead, just to pray and work hard, work to make the world a better place for all of us. I want to thank you so much for being my guest here on Madame Perry Salon. And to all my listeners, you can learn more about Moshian Petit-Jackson on her website, moshianpetitjackson.com. And I will be sharing the website, Earl, on all of my social media. So if you can't write it down at the moment, don't worry, you can always find it on on Madame Perry Salon social media. And at her website, you can also order her books. Uh, they will come in several languages. And uh, as I said earlier, it's a trilogy. Uh, the first two books are out, Thriller Betrayal, Thriller Dark Side of the Netherlands, and the third book, as she was describing it to us, Thriller Resistance will be out very soon, we hope. Also, while you're there on the website, you can read her blog, see photos that even the most devoted Jackson fans have not seen, and listen to her own musical compositions. And uh, and again, I'll be sharing the website Earl, on all of my social media, Mosiam Petit Jackson. I wish you success with your books. I also wish you healing, health, peace, and very much love. Thank you so much. I want to thank you, Jennifer, for giving me this chance to do this interview uh, with you. You know, we've been talking for eight months, and suddenly we we did this. And I want to thank you so much for your understanding that you know how hard it was for me to uh, talk to your listeners. And I hope that my uh, that your listeners will buy my book to have more understanding for me. It will be wonderful to have more uh, positive five about me uh, on Google. I mean, people have been so mean, have been bullying me by media. So for you giving me this chance to talk about uh, what happened to me is amazing. You know, ten ten years ago, I wasn't ready to give media interviews because I was heartbroken of the death of my father, Michael Jackson. So doing this with you has really been giving and and God, uh, God blessing, really God blessing, because you're amazing, strong, independent woman, and you are an artist, Jen. So thank you so much. I couldn't ask for more. Bye-bye. Yeah.
without a rug. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.